Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, blogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep And the pitch is where we talk Welcome to The Straight Shooting View Hey what's up people, my name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to the Straight Shooting View, yet another episode and you know what, One a few things I do want to talk about on this episode, Rafael Benitez, Nuno Espirito Santo and Patrick Vieira, put all them three in the same category and I'm going to tell you why in a second, but you know what yeah, those three aforementioned gentlemen Three very interesting recent Premier League appointments. Now, Nuno Espirito Santo has gone to Tottenham Hotspur. Rafael Benitez has gone to Everton. More on that later. And Patrick Vieira has gone to Crystal Palace. Now, for me personally, the most interesting out of the three of those is actually Patrick Vieira. But I'm going to come back to that later as to why. But you know what, yeah. I think all of these are actually very, very interesting appointments in and of themselves. Now, I'll start with Nuno Espirito Santo first. Because there had been like rumours of a good few people going to Tottenham um, and that kind of thing. And a few of them had collapsed. But I think Tottenham have got a very, very decent manager in Nuno Espirito Santo. My questions would be, is he going to get back in in the transfer market? And that would be where the deal breaker would be. I'd be very interested to know what Daniel Levy has actually promised him. Because it could go one of two ways. It could go the Mourinho way where, yeah, you get a little bit of money, but basically it's like you got to sell to buy. Or Levy's going to really back him and... What Levy looked like he was going to do with Pochettino could do with Nuno Espirito Santo. And with I mentioned Pochettino purely because Tottenham looked like at long, long last, they had a long-term plan with Pochettino. Then they get rid of him and bring in Jose Mourinho, who's nothing but a short-term manager. And lo and behold, what happened? Short-term manager. Um, but I'm hoping that Nuno Espirito Santo gets the time at Tottenham to potentially do something. Because I, I think with the increased resources that he'll have in comparison to Wolves, I think Santo, if he's allowed to bring his backroom staff and allowed to start bringing in the players that he wants to and mould Tottenham in a similar way that he did with Wolves, then he could do big things. <clears throat> so for me, Santo needs to be given backing, he needs to be given time, but also as well, he needs to be allowed to do what he needs to do, because at Wolves, you could see that he brought in the Portuguese contingent, which did very, very well, but his final season with Wolves 
wasn't great. They spread. I think they spread themselves a bit thin. They got that success of being in the Europa League, which, what, start to finish, the Europa League is, what, 19 games? That's literally half a league season. So it's one of them was, I think that spread Wolves a little, like more than a little thin. Similar to Burnley when they got in the Europa League, it really spread them thin. And Wolves for me were always kind of like Belgium at international level. 1-11, to very, very good. And would give anyone, anybody a match on their day. But you drill down into the squad and start opening out to 14, 17, 25-man squad, then you start seeing the weaknesses really being exposed. And I think Raul Jimenez getting injured in that horrific clash with David Luiz, glad Jimenez is on the mend. When you see a player like that taken out, plus selling Diogo Jota to Liverpool as well, those are two critical players, as we've seen with Jota's form at Liverpool. Those are two critical players. And... You look at the fact that we were linked, we Liverpool were linked to Adama Traore for what, a whole season, but we went for Jota. And look at Adama Traore's form, it's hit and miss. It really is hit and miss, which is why we didn't go for it. We went for Jota instead. But I mean, it, I, I see it as those two players being missing from Wolves took a lot of their attacking prowess away. And... It was one of them, and I said, with the difficulty of trying to balance the Cups, especially in the Europa League, it became a lot harder for Wolves to compete in the way that they did the season before when they didn't have the Europa League, when they had the league and the the domestic Cups to focus on. They weren't having to travel to Gdansk or Prague or Moscow on a Thursday and then come back and play evening on a Saturday or early on a Sunday. So... Those those end up end up very different, but I think if if Santo is given the back in, I think he could do something at Tottenham. I think he can at least get them back to where they were under Pochettino, where they looked like they were going, they were going to start really breaking into that title picture. But Tottenham took four steps backwards by hiring Jose Mourinho, in my opinion. But you know what? The next one I want to move on to is. Rafael Benitez, a manager. You can see the Liverpool shirt behind me. I have nothing but love, admiration and respect for Rafael Benitez. I will say this. Any Liverpool fan saying that sending death threats the way of Rafael Benitez or his family or saying, oh, oh, no, I don't like Rafael Benitez anymore because he's gone to to Everton. You might want to revoke your support, supportership membership of the club. Because for me, Rafael Benitez going to Everton, number one, in this COVID-19 pandemic, which is still going on, I'm actually happy that Rafael Benitez is back in the Premier League again after the debacle at Newcastle with Mike Ashley. Very happy to see Benitez back. And Benitez, there are two main reasons why, for me, Benitez should already have freedom of the city of Liverpool. But also, for me, Benitez gets a free pass for two reasons. Second reason, in terms of importance, is the Champions League win in 2005. That was an amazing moment. I got to share it with my younger brother when we were watching it. It was amazing. That's one reason. 
<laughs> that's one reason why Benitez, you know what? I don't care what club he manages. Even if he was, it might be a little different. I might feel a little different if he went to Man United. But it is one of them was that Jabroni club across the way across the way of Stanley Park. I don't really care, to be perfectly honest. Because at the end of the day, it's like, what have they done since 1995? So nothing. So, um, but also as well, the fact that him and his wife, Monse, donated £96,000 to the families of of the victims of the Hillsborough disaster. Rafa, do whatever you want. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, but based on those two reasons, give, donating £96,000 out of his own money to the families of the victims of the Hillsborough disaster, and secondly, a little lesser importance, the 2005 Champions League win for us, Rafael Benitez, in my book, can do no wrong in a footballing sense. In terms of who he manages, you know what? Go and manage who you want. You want to manage Everton? Fine. Doesn't taint your legacy with us at all. At all. <laughs> That's my take on it. Because Benitez, and you know what? I find it funny that there are Everton fans, and I've seen on, on, on the social network saying, oh, worst of managerial appointment ever. Worst appointment. Really? Really? Joe Royal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like David Moyes. What did he do? And it's like Rafael Benitez, worst appointment ever. And it's like, come on. You're a club, ever, and you are a club who have won nothing in literally now a generation. It's been 25 years. You've won nothing, and you've been in what? A couple of semifinals. We dumped you out in 2012 in the FA Cup. And the final in 2009 against Chelsea, which you lost. So you ain't won nothing since 95. And a world-class manager who has won La Liga. He's won, what, two La Ligas with Valencia. He's won a Champions League. He's managed some of the biggest sides in the world. And Newcastle. <laughs> and he's not good enough for Everton. Yeah, okay, whatever. By the way, I said, those people... Sending death threats and that those idiots, those idiots who put on a bedsheet, oh, we know where you live. You know what? F you. You people are a disgrace. You are an embarrassment, not just to Liverpool Football Club, not just to Everton Football Club. You people are a disgrace and embarrassment to the footballing community and the human race, making death threats to someone's to someone or their families. You are a disgrace. I, I really hate that. I hate when that happens. Some say, some have said, oh yeah, football, it's not just life and death, it's more important than that. Yeah, fair play. But there is a line that you don't need to cross. Racism, xenophobia, death threats to people. There's no need for it. Absolutely no need. But you know what? Speaking of racism and the lack of, the underrepresentation of BAME managers in the Football League, and especially in the Premier League, brings me on to Patrick Vieira. And I am so glad that Patrick Vieira hasn't done a Frank Lampard and gone to a big club first. Go to somewhere like Palace. It's a, I think it's a very, very smart move. Number one, for diversity reasons, but also... Vieira for me is going to a club with a very loyal fan base 
And the fan base that loves their man, that does love their managers and gets behind their managers, but also a chairman in Steve Parrish who gets behind whatever manager he has. He backed Frank De Boer. And yes, that was what, four games in that he got rid of him. But then Roy Hodgson came in, steadied the ship. And Roy Hodgson did very, very well until he recently departed. So it's one of them where it's like, it's a nice settled club. A fan base that doesn't have delusions of grandeur. And also as well, it's one of them where the expectations, I think, from Steve Parrish for Crystal Palace will be, you know what? Make sure we stay in the Premier League. And if we and if they can, get a nice, respectable mid-table finish. And you know what? For a manager like Patrick Vieira, who managed at Nice before, who is really cutting his teeth as a manager, that's where you need to be. I said that Frank Lampard made a huge mistake going to Chelsea as his what second major managerial job. From Derby County, straight up, no. Chelsea Football Club was the wrong place for Frank Lampard. But Patrick Vieira, I think, is doing it the right way. If it had been, say, like, like let's say like Arsenal would come calling, I think that would have been wrong for him to go there. Because look at how much of a tough time Mikel Arteta is having at Arsenal. And that's not even entirely his fault. But Patrick Vieira would have it even worse. And my, and my thing is as well... Look at what happened when certain managers were fast-tracked into positions that they were not ready for. In terms of black and minority ethnic managers, look at Paul Ince when he was fast-tracked to the Blackburn spot. It was like, no, that was never a good fit. It was never going to work because Venkis don't know football, they ain't got a clue, and at that time they had delusions of grandeur. They were trying to sign Ronaldinho, and it's like, Dino's just like, who are you? Black Who? I've never heard of you. So it's one of them where it's, where it's like, yeah, when you got stuff like that happening, I said, I am very, very glad to see Patrick Vieira managing in this country. And with all due respect to Palace, you can, you can see that that's a stepping stone club for him to bigger things. But I said, rather than trying to start at the top and basically hampering your own development, because you're not going to get the time to develop. Frank Lampard as a manager, head coach, however you wanted to categorise him, was never going to get the time at Chelsea. And if anything, he was lucky that he went to Chelsea when he did because of the transfer ban. That transfer ban bought him an extra year. But as soon as that transfer ban was over, Chelsea reverted to type a few months later, he's gone. And then Tuchel's looked upon as a genius by doing, by winning the Champions League with Frank Lampard's squad. That's how football is. And with black and minority ethnic managers... It's even it's already hard enough for them to get top jobs, as you can plainly see by the lack of representation, the underrepresentation of black and minority ethnic managers already. So it's one of them where it's like, like I if Arsenal would called Vieira, I would have been like, no, not yet, don't go yet. Get you get seasoned first elsewhere. But you do not want to be walking into a situation like that where the owner, you don't know where his focus is, where you've got fans who are baying for blood. And not all Arsenal fans, not all Arsenal fans are fickle. I mean, the G-Man, JBK, Nathan Arsenal, I know them guys are not fickle. I know them guys personally. Um, I know a lot of other Arsenal fans who are not jump on the bandwagon fickle as well. So it's one of them. I'm not lumping everyone into the same category because that would be unfair. 
But for me, it's one of those, I think Patrick Vieira has taken the smart move. You can see, I think you can see he wanted to manage in the Premier League. But of course, Manchester City wouldn't have been the right choice. He obviously cut his teeth there as a coach. Um, and I think with New York City FC as well. But it's one of them, it's one of them where it's like, it would have, I think it would have been too much of a jump to go to one of the big six for Patrick Vieira, who probably was linked with the Tottenham job. But I am glad that he's taken the Crystal Palace job because I said it's a club that will give him time. Steve Parrish will give him time. And I think you'll back him. Not just financially, but also in terms of, you know what? You've got time to execute this project. You're a manager who hasn't been around for that long in terms of at that level of the game. I'm going to give you an opportunity to develop. And that is what football really should be about in terms of managers. Not chopping and changing every year. Not being absurd and being like, oh, okay, cool. We're going to give you a 15-year contract and then sack you after 15 months. So it's, it's like you want, if you want long-term success, you have to be patient. You have to be willing to sacrifice, to work. Maybe things might not go your way initially. And I'm hoping like the Frank DeBoer thing doesn't happen again because that was just utterly absurd. There was no point in letting Frank DeBoer spend that level of money and change the, the ethos of the club if you're going to get rid of him in four games, no point. So Vieira, I said, I hope he gets time. I think he will. But in terms of all three of these appointments, Nuno going to Tottenham, Benitez going to Everton, and Vieira going to Crystal Palace. Vieira, personally, I think he's made the right decision going to Palace. I think, I think he really has, because that club generally does things in the right way. So he can cut his teeth there. Benitez, I've got no problem with him going to Everton, to be perfectly frank. We're in this pandemic. Managers are getting like fired left and right when there should be stability. Hopefully Everton and um, what's it, Moshiri and them guys back him. But it's on them where say, I think he's got to be careful because I know, I know Benitez likes a challenge. Look at when he went to Chelsea and the fans didn't want him there either. He can rise to a challenge and he can win something. And for Everton, that's what they need. A manager who can win something. Not a manager who can promise, promise, oh yeah, well, we'll try and win something. No, you need someone who can win something. Now, what did Moyes win? What did um, Silver win? So it's like nothing. No silverware. So it's a case of Everton are desperate for a manager who can win them something. And they've got a world-class manager in Rafael Benitez. Nuno Espirito Santo can win stuff. And I said with the increased resources he will have at his disposal at Tottenham, it, that makes things very interesting. Can Tottenham get the, get the monkey off their back and start winning stuff? Or at least start competing for the title on a consistent basis, not just compete until Christmas. That's going to be very interesting. But... It is what it is, man. But you know what? Comment section is below. I want to know your views. Remember, this has been the Straight Shoot in View. www.pitch-talk.com is where you can find episodes of the Straight Shoot in View, our podcast, our vlogs and videos page. You can find more information about myself, the G-Man, Nathan Arsenal and JBK on our Meet the Team page. 
Oh my God, we've got the G-Man blogging as well. We've got so much on our website, including the featured video on our homepage. So check that out as well. At Pitch Talk on Twitter, tweet with us, follow us, see what we are up to. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. We've got a group and we've got a fan page there as well. You can also catch us on YouTube.com forward slash Pitch Talk as well. Also, other places you can catch our podcasts. Before we get onto the podcast, Instagram, at Pitch Talk on Instagram. Hey, let us have a look at our pictures, see what we got up there. Previews to our vlogs are up there as well. You know what? Our podcast, you can catch us on Podomatic, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Verbal as well. V-U-R-B-L, Verbal. We are actually Verbal Ambassadors. So check out our playlist with the best of the straight shoot in view. Coaching with JBK and Five Minutes with the G as well. Check those playlists out on Verbal. We are proud to be Verbal Ambassadors. You know what? I have been straight shooting LJA. As said, comment section is below. Like, subscribe, give us a rating. Let us know what you think of our vlogs. And hell, Benitez, Nuno, Vieira. The right moves for... Sorry, Benitez, Nuno, Vieira. Right moves for the right clubs at the right times? I think so. People, see you soon. I've been Straight Shooting LJA and this has been another episode of The Straight Shooting. Thanks for your time, peeps. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com 